0: Hey, everybody. let's uh... Jacob, what's wrong? You sound a little tired.
1: A little? I'm fine. I'm fine. I think you could use a little pick-me-up. Have you
2: ever tried Woke Warrior Coffee?
1: Woke Warrior Coffee?
2: Yeah, it's a great pick-me-up and it's for a great cause.
0: Jacob, how have you never heard of this? It's great coffee. It's strong, bold, and fierce, and roasted the same day it shipped. Plus, it brings awareness to a great cause. Lyme disease research. Here, try some.
1: Whoa, that is really good. I freaking hate ticks.
2: Awesome. Well, go pick out your favorite flavor and help support Lyme disease research at WokeWarriorCoffee.com.
1: Oh, trust me. I'm heading there now.
0: Hey, I know. I'll use my trusty frying pan
1: as a drying pan. Hello everyone, welcome to Out of the Drawing Pan, a Pokemon the Series podcast, where each week we talk about our eventful weeks, and we discuss two Pokemon anime episodes with some twists along the way. And I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with my co-host, Austin. Twist and shout, twist and shout, come on, come on, come on now, baby, now. Okay. <laughs> That's what it's all about, let's twist and shout. Speaking of twisting and shouting, we're here with our other co-host, Alex.
2: Hey guys. I think that we should, if this podcast thing doesn't work out, we could become a
0: musical group. Okay, I'll, I'll not be the singer.
2: No, I nominate you for singer. No, I'm
0: the band manager. Just call me Howard the Duck. Oh, no. Howard <laughs> the Duck.
1: What a weird, what a, what a weird movie. You mean a great That's an movie. understatement. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. A cult classic. And uh, we're going to talk about cults later, but, um... <laughs> So what have, uh, what have you guys been up to this week, going to our weekly segment where we talk about our weeks? Austin, you look like you're very eager to talk. Why don't you start us off? Well, I've been doing a lot of focusing on the podcast recently,
0: actually. A- and I deleted the episodes from the sh- feed. <laughs> so that's exciting. <laughs> no. That I really fucked up our analytics, and now we're way behind where we used to be. Yay! So I had to re-upload four episodes all in one go. That was really fun.
2: It's a learning experience. So
0: I apologize no worries. if anyone's... Sorry, I cut you off. But I, uh, You're good. I apologize if anyone
1: got five episodes of their feet all at once. That was my bad. That was my bad. I like it, though. I think we should re-upload more often. Just got to keep feeding them. Keep reminding them that we're here. Oh, God. You know, hey, we're here. We ain't going nowhere. I'm queer. <laughs> Get used to it. Uh, <laughs> Get used oh, to it. Oh, and the other thing we fucked up... Uh, I locked us out of our
0: Twitter account. And Twitter said fuck you multiple times so now we have a new twitter handle and a new twitter account hooray maybe
1: we'll get some followers this time we will i think we'll get some more because i mean come on why not but uh i think you need to be very twitter actually said that didn't they austin like in their email reply yeah
0: they came to my front door i oh on the door i put on my mask because it's still a pandemic and they just slapped me in the fucking face and they said get Mm -hmm. fucked asshole and they it to the ground (laughs) and i said why did you keep trump on your platform for so many years
2: but now we have a new twitter handle so what is our new twitter handle
0: austin oh we didn't even discuss that it's out of drying pan do y'all like that it
1: is That's what fine. it is okay. we're gonna go with that. No why say why say many word when few word do trick thank you kevin <laughs> All right, uh, anything other oh, God. you want to talk about, Austin? You you told us before the podcast you had something you want to I mention. Didn't. Was that it? I, I, oh, I did yeah? not oh, say any such thing. <laughs> I've not had much going on lately. <laughs> leave me alone. Okay, we'll leave you alone. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> Alex, have you done anything eventful this week?
2: Um, Let me think. Nothing super exciting. In true Alex ADD fashion, my new... Um, Game de jour is Dragon Age, I jump back into that. Oh, but not before Austin, I well I shared some exciting news, Pokemon news with Austin. I was playing
1: Oras. Okay, in explain what that is. Explain what that what? is.
2: Oras, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire on 3DS. Oh, okay. I play,
1: <laughs> I play a very different Oras,
2: but... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. The the uh, the children's appropriate for children game, Pokemon Omega Ruby, I caught a shiny weedle. No. Wurmple! Shiny Wurmple! Yay! So that was
1: exciting. I've never even encountered a shiny or caught one, except for the red Gyarados, but that's, uh, I don't count that because that's given to you, but, uh, that's Why awesome. Why don't you do
0: what Alex does and just play their Pokemon games for hundreds upon hundreds of hours and never complete them?
2: Yeah, obsessively playing it until you, you know, excitedly get a shiny Wurmple, but then get immensely disappointed when it evolves into a Silcoon and not a Cascoon, and then your hopes and dreams are dashed forever. Yeah, do what I do.
1: <laughs> I like that approach.
2: It was very upsetting. I wanted a Dustox, shiny Dustox is way better, but instead I got a ugly fly.
1: You gonna instead. trash it? You just throw it out in the garbage.
2: It's gonna sit in the box
1: where it belongs.
2: That's my luck. I get a shiny first shiny in like 20 years, and it's not even a. I mean, I should have kept it as a Wurmple. Purple Wurmple is cool, but Beautifly is just... There's no difference, really. Very disappointing.
1: Cool deal. Anything uh, else you want to share with us? Mm,
2: no. no. I think that's it. Okay. That was that was all the excitement I needed for one week.
1: <laughs> yes. like I may have lied in the intro when I said we're eventful weeks, but...
2: I mean, when you live a boring life then that is eventful
0: so (laughs) as long as you're happy you could change it too we're all social shut-ins who don't do much or meet other people
1: i did go out clubbing did you really this past week
2: let us live vicariously through you
1: (laughs) where'd you go Uh, no i didn't really go bar hopping or anything like that i stayed at home (laughs) i um i was just taking a little bit of a break because we've been kind of like go 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 lately with like the vacation and doing a whole bunch of stuff so we stayed at home and I actually finally got around to watching the Nintendo Direct, which I was a little late with, but, and I did mention it in the Twitter, I got no responses, probably because it was past due. But, um, I wanted to ask you, and the audience out there listening, what game, did you guys watch this? Oh, of course. It depends on what it is. Good. It was the, uh, I think it was like the 30-minute Direct or something like that, but, uh, what, did you see a game in there that, like, actually excited you, or that shocked you?
0: Metroid Dread. Hmm, Really? What? Really? <laughs> I've been looking forward to Metroid 5 since 2002, so don't rain on my parade. No, okay, so this is the fifth one, then. Is that what they said? Of the mainline series, yeah, not including remakes. Okay. Okay. It starts out with Metroid like, 5,
1: yeah. Are you liking the 2D element they're going for y- here? Yeah, I don't care
0: for the Metroid Prime gameplay too much. Like, I don't think it's bad by any means. It's just not for me personally, because I don't like shooters necessarily um mm-hmm. because i'm a pure hearted soul who would never shoot a living creature um even if it was an 800 uh, foot <laughs> alien trying to kill me but i would shoot it if i was in a 2d environment so i'm prefer sure for the classic metroid gameplay the metroidvania mm. one might say
1: yeah that is <laughs> yeah. what about you alex have you partaked in any of the metroid games
2: i have not all i know is the main character is samus Right, Austin, Samus. Mm-hmm. And there's some alien involvement, and that's literally my knowledge. I, didn't think, I don't really think I watched too much of uh, E3. I was excited for the Warner Brothers um, one, but all they showed was like a zombie game. They did not show the Harry Potter game, which
1: I was looking forward to. That was, yeah, that was disappointing. I only watched uh, the Nintendo one because that's, all I have is a Switch. Like, I don't have any other system. But, yeah, they didn't, there's nothing really that they showed or anyone else really showed that, interest me maybe like halo infinite i like the halo games but i have no way to play them unless they come to pc the only game that really got me excited was the warrior wear game get it together
0: i like warrior wear i don't know <laughs> i i don't know if i'm gonna buy a warrior wear game anytime in my lifetime
1: but i like yeah, it i'm getting a lot of uh, i'm seeing a lot of head shakes here on the video guys not a fan is it of the is it warrior wear games. i
2: mean uh... <laughs> It seems like it should be left back in the Wii era. Like it worked on the Wii era console, but mm, I think we're we're too modern, too modern now.
1: Uh, Jacob, please buy the WarioWare game so we can play it. I, I, I was I was actually <laughs> thinking about getting it because we like um we like Mario Party, but our favorite part is like the mini games of mm-hmm. it. You know, of course, and of course you can do that with that game. But the mini games in the new uh, WarioWare game actually look pretty fun. And I remember playing it. I never had the game, but I remember going to like my local Target. When they had the 3DSs on displays. Oh, cute. Or displayed. And uh, I was just, they had that game in there and I played it until one day I went in there and they didn't have any more and I got angry. That was my, I really like that game for the 3DS, so that might be something I pick up. Maybe instead of even the remakes that are coming out. Because <laughs> I don't know if I'm excited for those. What do you think?
2: I was going to say, hopefully there's a discount. Sorry, Austin. I didn't mean to. I
1: was saying,
0: what do you think of the new Mario Party compilation thing they announced? um superstars I don't, or whatever yeah. generic
1: mario title they gave it so it's just from my understanding it's just like the mini games but they're bringing back like every single mario party mini games and they're compiling into one game so i don't i don't know I, like the only time i play mario party is with like my friends or we have a group together and yet we've no. never played mario party yeah that's the thing that could be an episode of <laughs> the podcast which <laughs>
0: we'll just play the Pokemon (laughs) Stadium mini games for (laughs) N64 how about that
1: yeah yeah, we'll do that (laughs) Austin
2: do, do, do I detect a hint of bitterness in your voice
1: yes you do at me yeah
0: Jacob's like, Jacob, invite will us to a Mario play party. with my friends. Not you guys.
2: Austin and I are sitting here. Not you guys. We've never invited you.
1: We'll do it. Uh, we'll do it. Yeah, with my friends. I, yeah, I said, oh, that's clearly true. Clearly, I said with my friends, not my co-host. Clearly, we We're know yeah. we
0: we know where we stand now. We're going to your house for July Fourth
1: weekend. We're playing fucking Mario Party. I'm just saying that. Uh, that's um. That's basically just my week. I caught up on the direct. Got excited for the the only person here, I guess. Excited for the WarioWare game. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. But, uh, so you guys gonna get the remakes, the Pokemon remakes, the Brilliant Diamond, the Blood Diamond, whatever it is? Oh, my God. I have a tragic story about it, actually. Okay. Oh, no. At the
0: time of Gen 4, Pokemon Diamond was my most complete Pokemon game. It's what I had spent the most hours and time on. And it's also the only video game I've ever lost in my entire life. (laughs) Because I was silly, and I had it in my pocket. I don't know why I did that. But it fell out of my pocket somewhere in the dorm parking lot. And I never found oh, it, Oh no! so I'm going to have to get Brilliant Diamond to rectify that wrong, I suppose.
2: I wonder where it ended
0: up. Someone fucking saw it in the ground and said, oh, look, a free Pokemon Diamond. And they got a complete Pokédex out of it. I've never had a complete Pokédex, so no, they did not. Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck whoever stole my to Pokemon. To <laughs> anyone who's
2: listening, if you found a, a copy of Pokemon Diamond in the parking lot of a college, then you're a thief and you stole it from Austin.
1: Yeah. Have fun burning. <laughs> uh, <there's some> hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think uh i don't think i'm gonna i'm just gonna say for the arcaeus game i don't know if i'm gonna get the remakes okay
2: what oh no i mean I,
1: may, I don't know if
0: they add i would love for them to add new content i need looker in there they've got to add a post game they yeah
2: they've got to do like they did for omega ruby alpha sapphire where they took the original ruby sapphire emerald and you know Enhanced it. If it's the same game, that's no, that's boring and
0: just. But I'm still gonna buy it at full price. Hey-o.
2: Yeah, because we're Pokemon shills.
1: <laughs> well, remember, I have a tragic backstory for this one. Oh yeah. It's personal now.
2: And the nostalgia.
1: Oh, audience, question for you: Are you gonna get the remakes, and which one are you gonna get, or if you're gonna be like me and not chill out and say for the new Pokemon game that they had to put more effort into making? Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it comes up. Yeah. Hopefully this thing happens. Yeah,
2: uh, let us know on the Twitter. We'll make yeah. a poll.
1: All right, with our weeks, everyone, anything else you guys have to share with our weeks? Or um, ready to wrap it up? I
0: I almost and, made a Twitter po- post and I decided not to just now. What was it gonna say? Okay, so spoilers. We're recording on Father's Day, and I thought, ooh, what if I did something silly where I googled pictures of all the Pokemon dads, but like they are in states of undress, and I posted on Twitter and be like, Happy oh, Father's God. Day, Daddy. Um, guess what happens when you search in Pokemon Dad's shirtless?
2: Um, something terrible, I'm sure. You don't
0: find official Pokemon content, that's for sure. Is your safe search on, sir? I don't believe in safe search.
2: Austin, I oh, have wow. a I have a question. Yes. Did you did you think that there was gonna be official Pokemon art of Shirtless
0: okay, you know father what? characters. Brawly doesn't wear a shirt, and he's a dad. So there you okay, go. Okay,
2: <laughs> okay, that's true. I mean, I guess um, there so, are shirtless okay, now, characters.
0: Now I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna make a Twitter, our Twitter put, tweet tweet. That's what the kids call it. The tweet, and you're you're gonna be blown away by all the sexy man muscles let's, of the cartoon so, characters. Let's man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can we name some other shirtless characters? Let's see. There's is Brawly. Oh, no, he's got a shirt oh. on. Uh, Crasher Wake.
0: He's he, he makes sense. Um, a lucha Libre.
2: What'd you say, Jacob?
1: Uh, I, I didn't. I was a joke. He's a misty. I'm glad you didn't hear.
2: Misty. <laughs> uh!
1: In the game.
2: Shirtless dad characters.
1: Uh, someone in the game. Rock.
2: Oh yeah. Well, it, uh, yeah. I guess in the game. Hmm. I'm sure oh, there's others.
0: The old man Drake.
2: Oh yeah. He's got his like yeah. trench coat thing and his sailor hat. Yeah. That's weird. Wow, good memory there, Austin.
0: Um, are there more? There have to be, like more
1: fighting guys. Do we say Bruno? No, I, don't, I haven't heard Bruno. Bruno. Bruno's one. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go ahead and y'all Google that. I don't want that. No, baby. no, no. No, no can I, can I we're good. We're good. That's good. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs>
2: That's enough examples. <laughs> we're
1: good. All right. Alrighty. Um.
0: That was an interesting discussion point. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. <laughs> I'd like now to let's just clarify to our... <laughs> that
2: Austin brought up the shirtless character thing first.
0: So I was just thinking specifically of the episode because I posted a Norman tweet. I remember there's an episode where he gets like a, like a bathing suit scene and so does his wife. So I was like, well, Father's Day, you know.
2: Right, Father's Day. I'm
0: cutting all this out. Speaking of bathing suits,
1: you guys ready to talk about our Pokemon episodes? No, but I am ready to take my shirt off. Ooh! Ooh! Take this it off. This is the After Dark Pokemon podcast.
2: Take it off.
0: I wonder how many Pokemon podcasts there are out there that are explicit in nature. We should probably do some research.
2: Um, I think there's at least some others. There has to be. Not okay. naming any names, but I'm sure there is.
0: I've not listened yeah, to don't any name drop. I don't listen to any Pokemon podcasts. Uh, I gotta keep it fresh for our <laughs> content. But if you have a Pokemon podcast, you want to do some collaborations, please let us know. We may be able to fit you in. We're our in our busy schedules. schedule. In <laughs> <laughs> our
1: very busy eventful weeks.
2: Okay, so...
1: Alrighty. Let's, uh, let's get into our two episodes for this week. And we're going to start off each episode with a 30 second summary challenge. Which is where we give ourselves 30 seconds... Or one of us is the lucky winner and gets 30 seconds to describe the episode we watched and we're never able to do it but it is (laughs) it is it is a time hey i did it pretty good last week so you did do really well last week i will say that and i have the randomizer here for episode 27 hypno's nap time and let's see who gets to go first. Oh, Austin, and then me. God damn it! We're oh, the lucky thank this week. God
2: I can sit this one out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, let
0: me uh, uh, let me know. I'm ready. At least you got the better episode, though. I think. Uh,
2: yeah, you did. I think. The I hated
0: hy- this episode? Are y'all crazy? Really? Yeah.
2: Hypno nap Time. Oh my I literally
0: gosh. have in my notes. This is the first episode of the Pokemon anime to be objectively bad. Oh. I could say that about both. I think you could say that about but both. But
2: that should give you a lot more ammunition and things to talk about.
1: <laughs> alright, alright, let's do this. I don't know. Alright, right, you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. A bunch
0: of children in Hop 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 Town go missing. <laughs> and also, three or four Pokemon are acting mildly not energetic. So, the Twerps team up with Officer Jenny... Um, and they go to some rich ass people's mansion on top of a skyscraper, and their weird ass fucking hypno is doing all these problems <laughs> across the city, because that's what rich people do is stupid bullshit. And then the drowsy is the answer to the solutions, and then and Misty accidentally catches a Psyduck, and it was a total time. fucking waste of my fucking time.
2: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Bravo, that was
1: great. I love it. Oh, I did not care for I... this episode. This might be we the best not. one yet, okay. I, I'm i seeing a real pattern here that I'm not liking, and I brought this up a little bit earlier. Okay, What is the deal, jumping a little bit ahead here, but what is the deal with these weird-ass cults <laughs> that are just forming across this, this series here? What is going on here? I would argue with this one, they're not so much of a
0: cult as so much as they are millionaire Attics. rich people who are doing whatever the fuck they do with zero consequences, as they do in real life. And also, they're addicted to, like, barbiturates, by which I mean hypno waves, which is probably
1: even worse. It's like the Illuminati, kind of. It's like they have their own little weird place where they gather, and no one, like normal people aren't allowed there. And you don't have to have even access to get in. If you just find the place, you become a member, which is weird. But I, I don't know. Anyway, that was... I've just... These cults are really freaking me out with what's going on. So,
2: <laughs> I think... Should we back up and and preface the lead up to this <laughs> this
1: yes. Bizarre... Yes, yes, sorry to jump in like that way, but it was just <laughs> so we start just out just me. we
0: start out with the ladies <laughs> boobs on screen.
2: Yeah, that was something else. For a, a children's show we have this lady running running at Ash with her bosom Is Ash's running right voice at him
1: muffled
0: little, when he's in there. She shoves her his face right into his bosom or her bosom, <laughs> <laughs>
2: And she calls him Arnold.
1: Hey Arnold. It's a reference.
2: Austin, do you have thoughts?
1: No, I hate this episode. I oh, okay.
2: <laughs> so Jacob and I are gonna carry this conversation. Okay, <laughs> Alright.
1: All right. So we also see here after the mom confuses Ash with Arnold like Oh god, this episode is so bad. He fucking find out that all these <laughs> no. all these children have gone missing, and once again we see the incompetence of Officer Jenny.
2: So can I, wait, can I just say one thing? So she Thinks this that Ash is her son Arnold because he looks mm. so strikingly similar to her her son. So my whole my thought the entire time was, did Ash's dad is he just traversing Kanto? Because we already had AJ, who looks to be Ash's brother, um, twin brother really almost. And so then this other kid Arnold, and they all have A names. What's up with that? Ash, that Arnold, AJ. So. Is his dad, I feel like, it's just going around um, knocking up these random women. So, anyway, sorry, that so, was my.
0: <laughs> so, Alex, did, did you look at our Twitter?
2: Did I? What? Did you? No, I have not recently.
0: Because I had a tweet about that on our former Twitter account. Oh, the, um, the
2: one that got lost.
0: <laughs> the one that got lost is now inaccessible to us, so now it's forever archived. Yes. But I think one of our very first tweets, written by a certain handsome young man, Thank you. A handsome young man named Austin. <laughs> the tweet Arnold. reads: Posted on May 22nd, Takashi Shudo stated Ash's dad gave up on being a Pokemon trainer and started a new goal of seducing the women of Kanto in hope of one of his progeny bearing his name and becoming a Pokemon master. This can be seen by AJ's initials, short for Ash Jr.
2: Wait, 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 wait. Is that for Is real? Is this real? That's not, not real.
0: That's not real. That's oh, God. Okay. <laughs> if, you, if you made that up, though. Did you make that up? I made that up.
2: Oh that my is god.
0: Awesome. That was amazing. Yeah, I you thought it was more attention to our own social media. I'm just saying.
2: I like I would have believed you because from what we've discussed in my limited knowledge that, you know, some of his writings were a little bit fantastical, so I could have believed that.
1: That was awesome. That was our Ash first tweet. Ash Jr.
2: Oh my god. Ash
1: Jr. Okay, so we
0: got AJ, what, what... we got Arnold, Ash, Ash
2: presumably many others
1: god knows how many
2: i'm gonna choose to believe this is my new canon in my head now i'm i'm choosing to believe this is true
1: i think so too i believe that because i mean what else are you gonna do if you give up on pokemon training and we got like a you fuck around yeah you just yeah
2: i mean he's a transient like deadbeat dad anyway so he just goes around and seduces these women and
1: there's a lot of bad fathers (laughs) in these pokemon episodes
0: so audience you should totally follow our Twitter for more amazing revelations like that and also pictures of shirtless cartoon men.
2: And remind us what is our new Twitter handle?
0: At Out of Drying Pan. Yes.
2: So now that we've been introduced to Arnold's mother, I don't think she has a name, she's just Arnold's mother. Helga. Um, sure. Ew. Helga. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh what was, what no! Was Arnold,
0: did Arnold's mother have a name?
2: I just got that. Oh, Jacob, no. Hey,
0: Judith. <laughs> Wait, was her name actually Judith? I think it's Flint.
1: Oh my god. Oh,
0: <laughs> her name was Stella.
1: Stella. Stella.
2: Stella. So, presumably, this lady, we'll, we'll call her Stella. Um, oh, okay, great. Stella. She tells Ash and friends about these, this rash of disappearances that the kids of the town have all gone missing, and apparently the police are not doing anything about this.
0: No, they are not.
2: And here we continue the trend of Jenny being completely useless and ineffectual, so.
1: (laughs) She's the only one, are we, like, assuming that, like, because the one episode we saw multiple officers, but... She's killed them all. She's the only officer. Yeah, I think she's the only officer, so... Does that make up for her lack of ability that she's? I mean, that's why undone. that she let a
0: bunch of children wander up to her and be like, "We're gonna help you now." Yeah,
2: can, can we just <laughs> Ash talk about is that? On the case. She's enlisting the the help of of other children to find the missing children instead of I don't know, being an adult and using her police abilities.
1: It's sort of like those weird TV shows they have now, where they like take a serial killer. And they use him to find another serial killer. If I have
0: to watch <laughs> one more fucking TV show of a fucking person who has some, <laughs> like... It's just, like, OCD or some bullshit. Like, something normal. And they, like, plant this person into a crime scene and be like... And what does your special OCD powers tell you happened here? And we get, like, <laughs> a, like a magical flashback of him witnessing the crime happen with his, like, magical brain and be like, oh, I, I think the killer...
1: He's in there shaking the whole time. Yeah, like, I think the killer has three <laughs>
0: fingers on his left hand. Like, it's a cliche. A fucking community fucking pointed this out fucking years ago and they're still making these. Austin, oh I didn't gosh. know you felt so strongly. I have a lot of the strong opinions on repetitive and redundant television. Oh.
2: Oh my god. Um, well, you're
1: going to love Pokemon.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> the
2: most repetitive and redundant of all of them.
0: Welcome to our brand for our podcast scene. Austin yeah. going, I hate lazy riding and television shows. As you, you two are just like, oh, Austin, oh my gosh.
2: Um, <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, I'm being dominating. I'll stop.
2: No, it's perfect.
1: Nope. The shirtless men are. Um,
2: so. I did like the fact that we get um, probably one of our last looks into Ash actually caring about what Delia thinks. Because he was like, oh, you know, this mom misses her kid. I wonder if my mom misses me and all this.
0: You mean when he has a flashback to Beauty and the Beach, the episode that had not aired in American television (laughs) at that point? And I'm watching this with a child being like, and when the fuck did
1: they meet Professor Oak and Delia on a beach? That didn't happen. (laughs) I I thought the same thing, too. I was like, this isn't even... They didn't show this episode, and they look (laughs) happy. They're on the beach. It's
0: nothing to do with what's going on here. I looked how that
1: mystified me. I'm like... (laughs) You were very uh, with it as a kid, Austin. Oh, I love the show, you know?
2: I'm surprised that stood out to you, though, as a kid. I feel like a lot of kids would not even realize that, completely gloss over it.
0: What's really weird is I distinctly remember I'm at the mall. It's oh 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Picture it. Party. The mall. 1999. Oh, and wow. I, it must have been some sort of toy store or something. Um, and they had a TV that was playing, I assume, this episode. But I just looked over, and there was the shot of them on the beach. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, is that the episode we're on the beach that I never saw on television? And it wasn't. It was just this episode. I am being very disappointed because I was like, I need to figure out where this footage is from. Little did I know that I would not care for that episode when I finally found it.
1: No no one did. <laughs> Was it a KB Toys? I have no idea.
2: Oh, wow. It no, sounded
1: like something. I remember like a KB Toys. They used to show the episodes in there, like on these little TVs around all the Pokemon cards and all the Pokemon games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You'd be sitting there and buying the product, of course. But who misses KB Toys? Let us know, audience. Do you miss KB Toys? <laughs> like,
2: I miss Toys R Us.
1: <laughs> oh, Austin, do you remember that trip we took? Yes, I do. They were closing down that Toys R Us and we just went in there and everything was literally marked up in price instead of lowered, even though they were closing down. Yes, I do remember that. I bought a Funko Pop. (laughs) (laughs) That That was like 50% more than market value. Yeah. That was a wasted trip. We thought they were going to be closed down, Alex, but they were just, they marked up everything. It was, ugh. I got a Funko Pop out of it. I'm good. Yeah, that's true. I'm glad you were happy. How can
2: you go out of business and mark it? Up the prices. I thought the whole thing was marking down the prices.
1: That's why they went out of business, probably.
2: Yeah, with their shady ass right. business practices and and gouge price gouging.
1: They're still open in Canada.
2: Good for them in Canada. So anyway, back to this um problem that Officer Jenny is having with these uh, dozens and dozens of missing children, and nobody seems to be bothered. think her
0: strategy of posting all their posters on one single wall in the entire city is not helping her find them
2: yeah exactly and she seems very surprised by this that her ace detective work is not really working out that well
1: you think you'd see more frustrated parents than just arnold's you think like arnold's mom would be with like a group of parents instead of just like jenny relying on these kids i wanted to see like the parents holding like a vigil or something really set the tone
2: like a press release or something ash is just like do you think maybe he just wandered off to be a pokemon trainer he could have just that's what i gone did. to be a pokemon yeah <laughs> didn't let anyone know or anything like somehow this is normal in their lives they just go off without a word
0: i like how arnold has no interest in being a pokemon trainer
2: so we we go to the pokemon center Nurse Joy is there. She doesn't seem all that concerned about the children. She seems more concerned about the sleepy Pokemon in her care. She's like, I have a bigger problem. No time for the missing children. I need you to help me with my sleeping Pokemon
0: problem.
1: Yes. I have a, <laughs> I have a question with the YouTube experts, Matt Baby, to answer. So she talks about Charmander being a sleepy Pokemon. Uh-huh. And she's afraid that its flame is going to go out. <laughs> so he's like, Charger, I mean, uh, Charmander. I think thing I said, Charizard.' Does Charmander have to be awake to keep its flame? Going, or is it like what's the uh, what's the ruling there? Okay, Island of the Giant Pokemon. We saw all the Pokemon sleeping curled up in
0: Ekans. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I assume mm-hmm. its tail flame was lit there.
2: So going to sleep doesn't mean it is dying. So I don't know what Nurse Joy was on about with that. Maybe it was under the influence, and so then it's it was sedated, so its tail flame was
0: under the influence of Hypno Waves.
2: Yeah, which okay. <laughs> I have a major problem with that, so...
1: <laughs> yeah, we all we all do, trust me.
2: So she, they're standing around trying to figure out, you know, what's wrong with the Pokemon. Oh my god, I don't know. And then Jenny, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, wh- whips out this giant thing, and she calls it like... Mi- Misty's like, is that your radio? Which would make way more sense, because she's a cop with her two-way radio. But no, she's like, no, this is my sleep wave detector. And I had to pause it for a second. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) If you don't know what the problem is... Like, why does she have a sleep wave detector when she didn't, before that moment, know that the problem was sleep waves?
1: Great deduction, Alex. Ugh.
2: Somebody please explain. um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Does she just happen to have that on her, or... That's Did you have much. an that was the problem? I think,
1: she, I think she finally felt it go off or something like that. Like it was like... Mm, or like back pocket or something. She goes, like, oh, this thing's going and crazy. Then- God knows what
0: else Jenny has back there.
1: Yeah, right. And then... <laughs> it's just vibrating. This,
2: the second problem I have with that is her, her fucking sleep wave detector starts going off. And she's like, follow me, children, to this mysterious skyscraper and mansion on the roof. And then I'm like, Jenny... If you knew that the the sleep waves were coming from the mansion 3 days ago, why the hell are you waiting until now to to investigate?
1: <laughs> I think I think Jenny was secretly working for these people. <laughs> And she didn't. And she didn't have to start taking action until like Ash and Brock were like, "Hey, what the hell? People are missing." Me.
2: People started asking People are
1: questions. Oh my me. god, that's true. Because she asking. was just putting up posters, and it wasn't until Ash and them yeah. came up
0: that she's yeah. like, "Oh shit, I better do something."
1: Yeah, I better do something now. Yeah, it's, this happened earlier with the with uh, Team Rocket. She just puts up pictures and expects everyone else. Uh, we mentioned this before. She expects everyone else to solve her problems. Jenny, get it together. <laughs>
2: Not to mention that Team Rocket also has a magical sleep wave detector device, too.
1: Does everyone in the city have one of these? Yeah. Is this a common thing? It's a normal. Yeah, it's a normal thing. You don't You don't have your sleeper waver 3.0? Uh, I have the app on my phone. <laughs> yeah, the app, uh, I got the direct product. It's a little more sensitive than the app, I guess. Well,
0: I guess your direct product is able to tell as you go up the elevator that it's getting stronger. Yep.
1: Yeah, it's also the size of a clipboard. So... <laughs> And I keep it in my back pocket.
2: So, so that I thought that was very absurd—the fact that she just was wandering around for three days, not actually doing her job. These children could have been in mortal peril.
1: I mean, they were in mortal peril. <laughs> they were. Uh, well, yeah,
2: they were. If one of them,
1: if one of them was like a fish, a water—I would say fish type, a water type Pokemon—they <laughs> would have drowned. I mean, that girl was a Magikarp. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she was this close. Like if her Head was in the puddle the wrong way. She's <laughs> not splashing <laughs> anymore. Okay? Uh, alright, alright, alright. So right. let's give it a head. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. So back up a little I jumped ahead way too early. So that was my bad.
2: <laughs> so they ride the elevator up to this mansion garden thing on the roof, which I don't get it.
0: Richie bullshit.
2: Where we're introduced to this <laughs> club. They call themselves the Pokemon. Sorry, Pokemon lovers club the name itself
1: and they only have two pokemon so i think it's like pokemon lover club like, well that does sound that is sound kind of bad i mean like there's only one pokemon there so i don't know i think the name's stupid
2: austin pointed out that these rich people which there seems to be a lot of very wealthy people in kanto which that's a whole other thing but they're they're seemingly they spend their days getting high off of hypno waves and the like reason he, like he,
0: His explanation- Sorry, I'm cutting you off.
2: No, no, please, please explain. His
0: uh, His, his explanation is we use it because we're so exhausted. For some reason, they're so exhausted from spending their millions all day, they need help to go to sleep at night. But we very clearly see them passing around the bong that is the hypno and getting them to sleep wave as they sit there in the crowded party in the middle of the day.
1: So, come on.
2: (laughs) They didn't even try to be subtle with this whole thing.
1: I wish it would have been, like, a... I wish they would have had, like, more Pokemon there instead of, like, a Hypno. Like, maybe, like, a, a mushroom-based Pokemon for, like, the eat shrooms. Oh. A Paris. And, and maybe, like, a like a, a coughing or something like that, that it's just, like, wheezing in someone's face. And it's just, like, uh, 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 like, you know. I would
2: have loved to see a Paris or something in the background.
1: Yeah, using one as, like, a Whippet or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should have went all out. Okay, I have a reveal
2: Yes.
0: These people are the Pokemon fan club from the game. You remember, in the game, you go to Vermilion City, and there's like a little room, and there's all these people staying there, and they're like,
1: "We
2: love Pokemon." That's that's comparably more tame than whatever this yes. was.
0: Apparently, yes. the Japanese name for them is Pokemon Lovers Club, and this is who the the anime is
1: adapting these
0: people into.
1: Okay, I just saw that. I looked it up, too. Did you look it up? Yeah, I did. Then? Yeah, I looked it up, too, and I was like, it's the same, huh? Yeah, but that was, it, that was just some old
2: man who was, like, in love with a Rapidash or whatever. And I'm like, okay, this is a a kooky old guy who just really likes his Rapidash. No big deal. But this, this was on a whole
1: other level. I'm just getting sick of these weird groups of people getting together and doing weird stuff. And like <laughs> nobody, like, nobody, like, caring. Well, look at like the police. Sabrina... In. Yeah, like Sabrina is like kidnapping people and have this little cultish following here where she makes people strain their brains and stroke out. Erica has like an elementary school for adults. And then you have this, which is like, just let's get rich together and get high. And, and like, force
0: children onto the streets.
1: Yeah, and like not even care about the consequences of our actions. Accountability. That's the most realistic one so far. <laughs>
2: presumably there's no regulation and these people seem completely unaware what havoc they're creating and they don't really seem to care either like you guys said earlier they, they're they just like oh no oh my that was us well sorry about that no big yeah, deal they're
1: yeah they're like oh sorry i guess i guess we may stop guess, yeah we yeah, should we may stop it just feels good so we don't want to like spoken like true addicts but what is the what is the cutoff date for like children being affected by this? It's they've been three affected days. for three straight days. But I mean, like, is what's the range? So the children had to go up there to get a, like affected by this, right? Or was it like no? They how did they get affected? I think
2: they were out living their lives, but I don't understand how all maybe maybe you're right. Maybe in their sleep or something because the parents didn't mm. know where they went. So. so did that
1: Pokemon Lovers Club go kidnap these children? And bring them
0: there. Okay, let's not let's not forget Hypno's a Pied Piper figure.
2: So it lures the
1: children to it.
0: Yes, and that might be an inherent trait of Hypno.
1: It lures children to it. Well, then there you go. So that's how Jenny was able to find Hypno was once Ash and uh, Brock join her join her. They're not like really succumbing to a Hypno's hypnosis. They were able to lead Jenny to the problem.
2: Well, wow, so, until Misty falls under its influence and then that was a whole other thing.
0: Yeah, Missy goes to take a hit and
1: <laughs> she immediately has a bad trip.
2: She b- turns into a seal.
1: That makes it even worse though. If your theory is true Austin, that's terrible. Okay, sure. I, okay, I
0: post this is an official Pokemon merchandise and it's hypno it's a t shirt of Hypno in silhouette what? leading small children by the hand to Wait, this god is knows official where. merchandise?
1: Yes. yes. Oh my god. Oh well, that makes that makes your theory even worse. If your theory is true, Austin, which apparently it is, going by this official Pokemon product that you can get at Pokemon.com. You actually can. Oh, never mind. Forget about it. Forget the plug. That means that the Pokemon Lovers Club knew that Hypno was doing this then.
0: God knows how many children they had back there in the back rooms yes. of that mansion.
1: <laughs>
2: That's right?
0: So what? <laughs> the
1: children go there.
2: What was their explanation? They They, like,. Tuned hypno and drowsy to, like, instead of putting Pokemon to sleep, they, like, retrained it to get people high or something. Yeah. But then the side effect, they said the side effect of it was it turned kids into raving lunatics.
0: Yeah, I'm very suspicious. Just skip ahead again. The kids all go to one centralized location. They're all, yes. they all have the same hypnotic that suggestion sure of do. going to the same place.
2: They're out in the elements for, like, three days.
0: They do address that. They could have (laughs) died. Okay, what they they could have. They
1: say. Well, they talk about um, Ash is walking through, and he goes, "Who knew there was such a big park in the middle of the big city?" Literally, everyone in the city, probably. Yeah, probably, which uh, makes Jenny's even more incompetent. But apparently, that's like where the Pokemon are at within the city. Oh, okay, okay. So it makes sense for like the kids to go there and be with their fellow brethren and sisterin of Pokemon. What a weird show.
2: I just want to note the thing that Brock says apparently this is a documented thing because he calls it something
0: pokemon-itis. pokemonitis
2: pokemonitis
0: did he make that shit up
1: he could have
2: he says it completely seriously he's like like i've seen this before it's pokemonitis like what <laughs> the- <laughs> Does
1: this so thing where has happen? he seen this before Where has he seen this before? Did Flint do it to him growing up? Oh my god! (laughs) This is why Flint had to leave. (laughs) CPS came and was like, you can't be doing this. I kind of
0: feel like Pokemon-itis is the kind of thing that in 1998 the American news outlets would call children liking the pokemon Series, (laughs)
1: Series, yeah. <laughs> Pokemon Itus. is spreading across the nation. Yeah. As children gather, fight
0: over the trading cards at school. Yep. Oh god, that's great. It must
2: be a documented medical condition because Brock says it so seriously.
0: Can that be the name of our episode, Pokemon itis Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> no,
1: just say I've got the itis i got the <laughs> i <I've> got
2: <laughs> This overall, this episode was so bizarre. Oh, God. And then, so, do we even want to talk about Team Rocket when they
0: showed up? We do, because, first yes. of all, when Team Rocket were using their sleepwave device, oh, Lord. their plan is to find the source of the sleepwaves and put Giovanni into a coma. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Which that's is actually really I'm... smart. Yeah,
2: that's <laughs> really smart.
1: <But> that's <laughs> smart.
2: Why did they want to put him into a coma just because they didn't want to work anymore? <laughs>
1: Were they were they trying to, like, manipulate him or, like, put him out for good? I kind of feel like, like they to... could take over, but Giovanni doesn't seem yeah. like the most
0: rational or controlled of people. They could just have him do whatever the hell they want.
1: I love that. That's where their thought goes first. We're going to take down the boss. Yep, Straight to the top. <laughs> that's how the last season's going to end. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, when it's finally over, Just Giovanni's just laying there drooling and Team Rocket's running the whole, whole shebang.
2: So it was actually Giovanni's coma the whole time and not Ash's.
1: What if Giovanni is a founding member of the Pokemon Lovers
0: Club? Oh, God. Maybe he funds them. I don't know if he was there.
2: I bet he funds the whole operation.
0: He probably does fund them to some extent. Giovanni has his fingers in everything.
2: I mean, he had a whole Pokemon Island, Island of the Giant, like a tourist attraction theme park thing, so there's no limit.
0: Uh, Did we notice the error that was made?
1: What would that be?
0: Did y'all notice this? Was it the hot Jesse?
1: Where was hot Jesse? Oh, when they finally get the bat wings out, and he goes, Jesse goes, hey, it's hot Jesse. Oh, did <laughs> you see that? What? That yeah, she, that. <laughs> <laughs> she says hot Jesse. What? what I, hot think, I, I completely I don't know, she it. just says, she goes, hey, it's hot Jesse. Who says that? Jesse. Jesse says that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm Googling it just to make sure, but it's. I swear to God, it sounded like that.
2: I missed that, but.
0: I missed that
1: too.
2: I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, I would not be surprised.
1: Okay, all right. What did she say? I, I, I made a. Nope. I made an Austin mistake. I made an Austin kind of mistake. It's Austin mistake? If <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> google oh. Hot Jesse. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God only knows what came up in Google search. I was ignorant. I was ignorant. Did you, it- uh,
2: I hope you had your safe search on there, friend.
1: It's on mild, or moderate, or whatever. Was it
0: Hot Jesse or <laughs> Hot Jesse Pokemon?
1: It's, it's all animated based. Let's put okay, it that okay, that okay that I that got that it. ain't <laughs> <that laughs> like, you know, PG stuff I'm seeing here. Oh,
0: lordy. That could be the other ep- title for our episode, <laughs> Hot Jesse. <laughs>
1: oh god all right what was your let's get that so no 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 no.
0: No, no, no. i want to figure out what you actually said now i'm gonna go on netflix real quick okay
2: (laughs) wait so what was the thing that we we
0: missed okay um the one i pointed out was okay they're in the park and all the children have pokemon itis (laughs) and the pokemon fan club president is with them and he says we need to get drowsy and they all say drowsy And he says, sleep emits dream wavelengths, which in this case may counteract hypnos wavelengths. So that just sounds like bullshit, right? I think what
2: happened
0: was they accidentally used Drowsy's Japanese name, Sleep. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Drowsy emits waves that counteract hypnos.
2: Huh. Interesting.
0: All right, so we gotta find out what Hot Jesse's about.
2: So can I just point out while while you're Googling Hot Jesse? Ooh. That hypno apparently can hypnotize itself.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Team rocket attacks.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So is hypno that stupid? Like, that it's... James is like, go on, hypnotize yourself. And then it does. What? And Ash cleverly saves the day by throwing a potted plant at it.
1: (laughs) I love that. Oh, gosh. Gotta hope I'm right. Okay, when exactly was this? It was when they pull out the bat wings kind of things. The squirrel suits. Like
2: they
0: fly in on their gliders. Okay, I'm watching that. They're doing the they're doing the motto. I got the captions on. Oh, is it when they say their names?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hold on.
0: I think she said "Ha, Jesse." Oh. Jesse.
2: We can go with that, though. Hot Jesse. Yeah. It's th- a lip
0: lap, Musashi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stupid episode. I'm done talking now.
2: Oh, Well, wait, <laughs> Austin, wait. You, your favorite character made an appearance after a million years. Who? Flint? Pidgeotto.
1: Oh, yeah. Pidgey does make an appearance.
2: Pidgeotto showed up, finally. <laughs> yep. Good for Pidgeotto. We forgot he existed for a hot second.
0: Good for Ash remembering his Pidgeotto attacks.
2: The last thing I wanted to ask about this episode was these poor children must have some kind of brain damage from spending three days um, out in the wilderness. I, they wake up from their weird episode and then out of nowhere, they start declaring what they want to be when they grow up. Brain like, damage. Definitely brain damage.
1: Well, it's brain damage or it's like they finally figured out reality. Cause remember we were talking about early, like in one of our first episodes of what inspired us with Pokemon. And we all were like, Oh, I wish Pokemon was real. Maybe I could be a Pokemon when I grow up or something like that. But I think they hit the re- harsh realization that's never going to happen after this. These children have all had traumatic episodes. <laughs> yes, they lived exactly. three we days in the park in a repetitive,
0: <laughs> but redundant state of <laughs> flashing in the dirty pond water. Yep. Oh my god, did we see the kid who was like an inchworm coming down? The... He was like a yes. caterpie
2: or something.
1: He was making like a weird noise. Like,
2: eat a beep, eat beep, eat a big beep.
1: God, imagine the smell. Oh my
2: They're riddled with
0: disease and.
2: Oh man.
1: God, they were probably like shitty in their pants. (laughs) Just rubbing it all over each other. Oh god.
2: I mean, presumably these kids were a lot younger. Okay, so Ash and friends are like 10. These kids were at least half that. They were like, what, five, six years old, just running around by themselves for three whole days with no food, no water.
1: That is a great point about the age. I wonder, like, as we progress in our journey. If each, like, Ash-like character we meet is just, like, a little bit younger than the previous one, just to really put a time frame, like, oh, Ash just missed his dad by two years, because two years is the separation between this new child and
0: and his father. (laughs) Okay, AJ was older than Ash, presumably. (laughs) Arnold was younger.
1: (laughs) We could find a progression of his journey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, okay, he was here probably in the 80s, and he was... (laughs) Oh my god.
2: <laughs> so this episode was fucking weird.
1: Um <laughs> this is a
0: bad yeah. one. Okay, after the kids are dehypnotized and go into a trance of I want to be a fireman when I grow up, Arnold's mother materializes from the ether
1: <laughs> <laughs> and finds Arnold in that exact moment. I just point that out. I would have I would have loved it better if the kids weren't lost, but they were just in the Pokémon state and it showed the parents like having to try to care for the kids as if they were Pokémon. Yeah, no
0: one's aware of the kids making a scene for three straight days in a public park. <laughs> yeah,
1: what wait, 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 <laughs> that's what I mean.
2: Wait, can I ask a question? Was the sorry, Jacob? I, I was confused because no. you guys are saying they were in a park. I was under the impression that they were still on the top of the building.
1: No, no, that's a great because there was like they a don't garden. Transition there was like it. a yes. garden area. Right,
0: Misty becomes a seal, and next thing you know, they're in this park area,
2: not on top of the building.
1: I no, think Misty they, as a seal went down the escalator. Oh. She tried to she tried to jump. They they cut up the scene where she tries to jump because that's totally Oh god. The kids. But they like <laughs> pulled her back in and shoved her on the elevator. And if they wouldn't have stopped, Missy, she would have died. Okay, because okay, that would have would made have more died. sense if they were on the building. That's yeah.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Okay, now I'm even, <laughs> even more confused because I thought they were trapped on top of the building, and then I was like, Oh, of course, it makes sense that nobody can find them. They were up on top of this skyscraper, but they were just in the middle of the fucking public park, and nobody. Yes, I
1: thought they were. That's what. Yeah, that's because there was like a that's what there I'm was saying. like a big pond. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Ash 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 says like. Who knew there would be this big of a park in the middle of a city? You're right. But this goes back to my my theory that the Pokemon Lovers Club knew this was happening all along and they just dumped the children off in the park (laughs) and just went back to doing what they were doing.
2: So this is even worse. So Officer Jenny is even more terrible. And and all the citizens of the town that presumably walked by this park and saw these, I mean, what did they think was happening?
1: Performance art. (laughs) Maybe the Pokemon Lovers Club was paying people hush money. Okay, did you see those kids? There's
2: something shady going on. Here's $100. On. No, you didn't. <laughs> this this makes even less sense now than it did in my mind before. I, I There's no saving this episode. <laughs> no, there's
1: not. Oh, good lord. Does anyone else have anything else to say? Uh, I
2: think we've said all we can <laughs> say.
1: Alrighty, let's move on to our MVP
0: LVP. Oh, or we, kind of name. we did forget one thing. What? What's that? This episode has a major plot event. Oh, yeah. Sign up. At the end. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Psyduck. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, yeah, As, Misty caught a Psyduck. I love... I forgot how she called Psyduck, and I instantly fell in love with how it actually happened.
0: I like how they were all like,
1: I don't want Psyduck. You take it. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. Psyduck does become useful later, though, so I am very glad that Misty does have him. Plus, Psyduck's really cute, so... Poor thing. Alrighty. So that's it. Okay, Psyduck's a side note. All right. Austin's Austin's ready ready to MVP MVP time I'm out of here. We name our this is where we name our most valuable player and least valuable player for the episode. Remember, no repeats, one per person, and then we also give our most inspirational quote from the episode that really got us going and really <laughs> hammered us with its thought and creativity. <laughs> and I have the randomizer. Who's gonna going to be our lucky winner? Oh, it's me. I'm first. Oh, yay. yay. <laughs> yay. That never happened. me. And then it's Alex and then it's Austin. Okay. That is true. This is like the first time I've ever been on first for this segment. Congratulations. I feel so accomplished. My um, MVP is Pidgeotto. Oh, yay. Welcome. yay. welcome back, Pidgeotto. It's been a while. We were really concerned about you. I'm We've mentioned you.
2: Glad it's not dead.
1: Every single episode, yes. We thought you were confined to the Pokeball forever. So, welcome back. And it beat Team Rocket single handedly. It did, it whooshed and it washed, and then it bashed. <laughs> and then my LVP. This is a very easy pick. Is those rich losers <laughs> who <laughs> were just taking advantage and getting high off hypno and Drowsy's moves. So those freaks. Yep, those losers with uh, their unaccountability. And then my inspirational quote that just really got me going. If you know what I mean was uh, every time something happened and Ash was playing detective, he would just go, great deduction. <laughs> Even if it didn't make sense to solve the story at all, he'd be like, oh, there's a in there's a here. Great deduction. <laughs> okay, Ash. Good job.
2: Maybe Ash has a future in Pokemon detective work.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they were going for like a Sherlock Holmes thing there, but whatever.
2: Oh, boy. Okay, so I picked for my most valuable Psyduck. Because it caught itself. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I think Psyduck's underrated and has no idea the abuse that it's in for from Misty. But it was pretty cute. Caught itself. So good job Psyduck. And my least valuable player for this episode was not a person so much as just the weird as hell animation during the drowsy and hypno sequences. It was bizarre. Mm -hmm. And like Austin I had to ask. So, go ahead. Go ahead. I knew you were going to say that. Porygon. Porygon. Porygon.
0: Yeah, of know. course. Of course.
2: I was like, was there a lot? Because I, you know, the, the flashing electricity sequences or, you know, the Porygon episode completely understand. But, I mean, it didn't seem like a bunch of, like, be- like ring beams of light would have anything to do, you know, negatively with people. But
0: they took, like, one still shot. It was made it stretch out for like ten seconds. It was really
2: weird and choppy and awful.
0: Do you want to give the LVP to
1: Porygon in that game?
2: Yeah, Porygon. Well, it's not Porygon's fault. It's Pikachu's fault. Porygon gets the bad.
1: No, we blame Porygon.
0: Uh,
2: And then we never (laughs) get to see. Who's your
0: LVP officially, Alex?
2: That was it.
0: Uh, Oh, just the bad animation. Okay,
2: the bad animation. Well, I guess I'll
0: allow
1: it.
2: hypno. If you <laughs> want an actual person, hypno for pied Pipering the kids to their doom. Um, <laughs>
1: That's a great name.
2: Um, and then a quote. Okay, so the part where they're in the Pokemon Center talking to Nurse Joy, um, and the sick Pokemon are there, just half dead. And she said, "Even Magikarp's affected, and it's usually full of life." And Misty says, "The magic's disappeared." And then Ash goes, "It looks like it's ready for the deli counter." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Ash, he's got some good
0: ones. My MVP is gonna go to James, entirely (laughs) for the weird sequence when Team Rocket attacks the Hypno, and they're like, "We have a brilliant (laughs) strategy. It's a mirror." So James goes over (laughs) to the Hypno, and his exact quote: "He's like really scared. He's like, just don't hypnotize me." And then he like holds up the mirror and says, "Okay, do it." What is going
2: on? Oh, yes. I forgot about that part. That did stand out to me. His voice in that he, they delivered that line so Thank well. Thank
1: you, Eric Stewart. Thank you, Eric. Stewart. He is he is phenomenal, isn't he? As playing this role, yes. Oh My God, he is he is phenomenal. <laughs> we need to get him on this show. Because okay, we? we'll reach out. <laughs> yes. Uh, I guess my LVP
0: will go to Officer Jenny by default. she was a corrupt officer once again who didn't do anything until ash and friends pestered her and then her she whipped out her sleep detector or whatever
2: (laughs) (laughs) you know what that reminded me at the end when these kids snapped out of their trance she didn't even like well first of all she grabbed that girl by the, the wrist the magic carp girl and she's like now listen here Snap out of it. <laughs>
1: like, it. Get it out of your system. And,
2: and then it didn't work, of course. And she's like, well, I did all I can do, practically. <laughs> and then she doesn't even she she doesn't even see these kids back to their family. She just lets them run off into the street. Yeah.
0: They've convened to their next location.
1: Yeah, they're lost and confused, like, what the hell happened? And it's like, oh, good luck. They're filthy. Don't forget yeah. that. And they're covered in their own <laughs> excrement, too, so...
2: <laughs> Officer Jenny was the worst. I hated her this
0: episode. This is the worst is episode we've done so far, y'all. And I'm including Beauty and the Beach.
2: <laughs> but it's... Oh my god.
0: It's, we did really well, though.
2: It's the best worst episode. There were so many things to pick apart. I liked it. I thought it was funny.
0: All right. I did too. Now we gotta get ready for some breeding.
1: That's right.
2: I think arguably this episode was worse. Uh,
0: okay. Feel free to yeah, take I the lead on this, this one. Episode. No,
2: no. I feel Ugh. like I've talked too much. <laughs> no, I have.
0: No, no.
1: Uh, you can do it. You do it. You do it.
0: I have
2: one question.
1: Start with the episode summary challenge.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: See, we're so we distracted. 30 seconds, <laughs> we get 30 seconds to tell about the episode, and we're never able to do it. But um, godly, I guess I'll try to step up to the plate here.
2: Thank you for keeping us on track, Jacob. I'm sorry. I completely
1: forgot about that. No, I. you know, sometimes you got to hit the brakes a little. Yeah. Hopefully I didn't disrupt our momentum. No,
2: please stop me.
1: <laughs> All right, good Lord. Who wants to... I got you three... Two. Oh God. One. Oh God, oh God. <laughs> go. So Ashton friends go to Scissor Me Street, and they find out Team Rocket is running a very productive business and stealing Susie's client. And Susie is a very successful breeder who Brock just adores. And Susie is learning and trying to teach the people of Scissor Me Street that beauty is on the inside, not the outside. Despite Team Rocket being successful at their business, and. It turns out that Team Rocket is there just to steal Pokemon. Of course they are. And Susie keeps proclaiming her message strongly that Beauty is on the inside and she uses her Vulpix to defeat the evil Team Rocket who's trying to steal the Pokemon that they're trying to fashionize. And that's about it. I, I stopped I timing
0: you the... when you got into the Scissory oh. Street, so I don't even know where what, what you started from.
2: That was like the first right. five seconds.
0: Yeah, I immediately lost track of time. <laughs> and
1: um, Susie decides that's, that's... to leave... <laughs> Okay, keep going, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. Susie decides to leave. Turns out she's not really much of a great trainer after all. Alright, oh, kick it off, Alex? wow. No.
2: Jacob, how can I follow that? I think you need to lead the discussion on
1: this. So, <laughs> Me Street. First, this is our first... It's like Sesame Street. Oh. This is the... It's <laughs> not the HBO <laughs> version of Sesame Street after <laughs> yeah, all. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, it makes sense because they're on Breeder Street. Or, or through, whatever Breeder Breeder's Lane corner. or whatever. So this is our first introduction. All right, I got to stop. I got to. Scissorine okay. is not real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've to clarify. That's not real. Moving on. Yeah.
1: It was a joke. <laughs>
2: okay. Euphemism lane. Okay.
1: So this is our first introduction into the fashion world and the breeder aspect of Pokemon at a more in-depth uh, perspective. And the only one who cares about that is Brock. So,
2: so this was Brock's being a fangirl episode.
1: Basically, yes. Huge, huge, huge fangirl.
2: I don't even know where to start with this episode. Misty, I was going to say Misty has a terrible sense of fashion.
1: Yeah, you could tell by looking at her normal outfit. Yes. Sh- <laughs> yeah, the the, still the, <laughs> the suspenders <laughs> roaming on the skin is just...
2: I know you guys talked about this in one of our first episodes. You know, you were bashing Misty for her terrible outfit choices, but... I was trying to give it, you know, her some slack. I was like, okay, she's got this whole tomboy thing, you know, you can make it like a fashion statement. But then, I don't know. I had to reevaluate my position this episode because it was really terrible. What she considered to be cute or fashionable, I was like, oh, no. Yeah,
0: and she she maintained it to the end. <laughs>
2: she, ugh, God, it was awful. So Team Rocket runs a fake, successful. Yes, successful, but fake salon which is a front for their evil operations where they try to steal people's pokemon
0: okay but was it what w- was it was it what successful no did they try to steal anyone's pokemon Other well than- out
2: so he was saying that, that that was part of their plan i didn't think they actually stole anyone's pokemon but it seemed like they made a lot of money
1: this is the the funny thing about it is they get so invested in the business that they start actually taking it serious and they forget their overall goal <laughs> of like trying to steal the pokemon because like there's that Meowth is talking about like they're spending too much money on advertisement. And then James and Jesse are not even totally for- forgetting about the whole steal the Pokemon. They're like, no, that's how we get clients. We need more clients to make more money. So I think true, capitalism.
2: Y- <laughs> <laughs> Their true calling is clearly they, they should just hang up the Team Rocket hat and just run Salon Roquet full time.
0: I don't mean the, the people liked it. Yeah, they loved the it. The people loved it. The people on the Street.
1: The line, and the only reason like, they was, stopped
0: liking it is because Susie said it's
1: not the inside beauty. Like, okay, thanks, Susie. I don't. They're not even like close to being the same thing, though. No. I got really confused. Like, Susie just like massages the Pokemon, and then like Jesse and James like dress them up. Susie's message wasn't even about like how good Pokemon look. It was about like making them f- feel good. But if dressing them up makes them feel good, then. I don't know. It seems like Susie was trying to run Team Rocket out of town. I was like, I'm, I was really confused by the conflicting messages of this kid's cartoon. And then Susie herself leaves town. <laughs> yes, and then she leaves.
2: I Sadly, I, I did not have a problem with Team Rocket this episode. I mean, they were doing a legit. Like, they okay. Their fashion choices and overall aesthetic was quite garish, but I mean, it's legitimate. It seemed like a lot of people in town liked that sort of fashion trend. You know, different strokes for different folks, I guess. But there's nothing wrong with it, and I think I think Ash and friends were the bad guys in this episode.
1: It seems like their business would complement Susie's.
2: I mean, did you see that Chancy guy?
1: Yeah, he was happy as hell. You know, I mean, you dress him up to feel good, and then you take him to Susie to like she touches him and makes him feel better. Whoa, whoa, know? whoa! That's <laughs> <Let's> not. <laughs> <laughs> What makes a Pokemon breeder a breeder? I just don't have a definition about what what is that? Anybody, (laughs) Chris. Anybody. (laughs) Give me a definition.
2: I (laughs) mean, from this episode, you know, all it takes to be a good breeder is just being in tune with your Pokemon and like knowing what kind of food they like to eat and making sure they're a trainer. Healthy and well groomed or something, but they didn't talk about the actual Pokemon breeding aspect of it.
0: I mean, she was run. She was running the spa, right? Yeah, that was what that was. She was wearing, yeah, her. Yeah. yeah,
2: and nutrition. She says something early on about Pokemon nutrition. Yeah, yeah, and just therapeutic, like therapeutic methods taking care of your Pokemon.
0: And what does this have to do with Team Rocket putting a bunch of paint, body paint, exactly. and outfit accessories on Pokemon? Exactly how are these correlated
1: at all other than sharing street space that's the reason why i was so confused i was like is it susie just wants them out you know she doesn't care like that they're not being i don't know what she's going for here she just wants them out because they're competition you know
2: susie just needs to mind her own business and not stick her nose in where it's not wanted because she's like you said earlier she's all like it's about the pokemon's inner beauty I'm like well butt out if people want to make their pokemon look pretty on the outside
0: yeah really I'll say that she was harping on it a bit much, but she didn't necessarily do anything unethical. All she did was run her business, the twerp show up, and then she complained about it because she didn't like it. And then the twerps were like, well, why don't we like do a bunch of advertising? And she did like a bunch of promotions and lectures and stuff and like, public events that got a lot of footwork into the door. Then Team Rocket, meanwhile, kidnapped Misty, and they all ran over there.
2: Well, Siduck found I, Misty. I, well,
0: yes, yeah, so. well, yeah, Psyduck. But she didn't, I wouldn't say Susie did anything wrong necessarily other than have strong opinions on the garish Team Rocket fashion trend. I
1: think yeah. I think this episode is going for one of those like morality kind of pushing points of like, you know, beauty's on the inside, you know, kind of like promote that to kids, you know, which is a good message. But like her actions didn't really portray that as like her she didn't speak with conviction with it. I guess what I'm saying, I'm getting really deeper, but I just have a problem with her, like, manipulating people with a false message to get them to come in. That has nothing to do with what she's trying to promote.
0: The contrast between the two and the moral theme of the episode
1: was poorly done. How about that? Yes. Yeah, yes, perfectly stated. Yeah, that was just my, that lost me this episode. That's well stated. Well sta- Great deduction.
2: I guess you could see what they were going for. It didn't? They didn't necessarily execute it very well.
1: Yeah, Susie should have just had a little shop... Where, like, she lets the Pokemon pick out what they want to wear, and then that makes them feel good. But then Jesse's and James should have been, like, they dress the Pokemon up on how they mm. feel. And then, like, we all feel a certain way, but this makes us feel better if we choose our own feelings and we feel good with our inner selves and our outer selves. You know, like, just be yourself. Don't let outside influences push you. Should have been a Pokemon rider. <laughs> Missed my calling.
2: I-, I didn't, I don't really have any other thoughts on this episode.
1: No. The uh, the electric sax part was kind of weird. Have you seen that gif, y'all? Oh, yeah, that's no. that's what, yeah, that's exactly. What I, I saved I was it on my phone. Oh Why my would God. you do this?
0: Yep. How does that feel, Pikachu? Ash says as he thrusts <laughs> yeah. over Pikachu. Ah! <laughs> bad yeah, animation choice. For yeah. Bad, bad, bad.
2: They could have done anything else other than that.
0: Yeah. Maybe I just would have had post had... that gif on Twitter when we post this episode.
2: Why could they not have just had Ash with like a a brush or something, and they could have just been like brushing Pikachu's like tail or or you know ears or something? Why, why did it
0: have to be that?
1: So this is the breeding episode. Got to get the Pokemon feeling good. <laughs> this is the our
0: after hours podcast. It's true. Alex is trying so hard. Not I'm to not
2: gonna say anything. Lamb um, off
0: the call.
2: I am um, no. I am not gonna even go any farther.
0: <laughs> We're being gross boys. Yeah i'm gonna google pokemon brady and see what image results i get yeah actually, it would all be like ditto and ditto Cap and, and <laughs> yeah it's gonna yeah.
1: Be ditto, yeah. <laughs> yeah i forgot sex, sex slave dildo there's no comparison to that right that's not they're not the same thank god we have an because... e
2: rating on this <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they didn't name that because of that did they no, no. oh okay <laughs>
2: Jesus ditto! D- d- ditto is like, you know, when you say <laughs> something and then you say it again and then it's like ditto and it's like a copy.
1: That actually was a word. I didn't say dido on purpose. That was a just... Freudian
2: slip, I think.
1: I had Braden on the mind.
2: Okay, so let's move on, <laughs>
1: Austin. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing to say. I uh, got I guess we just. Uh, Vulpix. Brock. Brock, <laughs> Vulpix, yeah. Rock and Vulpix, this is where we finally see this relationship emerge. I'm I'm really confused. I'm gonna have to ask you all about this too. The the experts. So we're gonna jump a little bit ahead here. But like when Brock takes Vulpix into the Pokeball, it becomes his, right? Ah, and yes. How does how does that ownership tra- how does that transfer of power work?
2: I did make a note because I, I noticed the same thing, Jacob. So apparently, you know me and my Pokeball mechanics thing. Apparently, Vulpix was not already Susie's Pokemon. So either one of two things, either it was a wild Vulpix who was not under the ownership of any trainer or Susie released it off screen and then gave it to Brock.
1: Okay. So you think there was like a private meeting? How do you release a Pokemon though? You just like declare that it's not yours anymore?
2: We've seen it done. We see it done later in later episodes.
1: I don't know why Susie couldn't just give Brock the damn ball.
2: So then it wasn't, so it wasn't hers then. It was a wild one.
0: My first thought was she just gave him the ball off screen, but the pokeball had like the red blinking light, which indicates yeah, it was, it was a new one, yeah, yeah. But then again, the ball did not touch Vulpix. it just opened up, and Vulpix from four feet away turned into red light and went into it.
1: Exactly, I was I was confused. This is by the by worst
0: because yeah, the worst one yet ever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> These two episodes have not been. Like, we've done a great job talking about them. I will say we've done a good job with that. They make no sense, really. (laughs) about with the mechanics and...
2: I think they're still trying to figure it out. There's no rhyme or reason.
0: I miss the Lavender Town ghost. What? I miss the Lavender Town ghost. That was
1: fun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That was a lot of fun. That's probably my favorite episode so far. But uh, yeah, so Susie gives Brock the Vulpix, which is like a supermodel or well-known Pokemon that belongs to no one, Mm -hmm. I guess. And she gives them to him. Why? Because vulpix ate his food i'm gonna guess this is my
0: speculation i mean there's really no good reason it was totally random but i'm gonna say it's because as we had seen through the episodes vulpix was like kind of staying on its own it didn't want anything to do with anyone misty picked it up and it attacked her susie said something along the lines of it needs it needs to grow and i think it's done as much as it can with me for now so she was giving vulpix to brock so that vulpix would have more lived experiences i guess and maybe be in, like, less of a prissy, frou-frou living situation where it lives on its throne in the salon. (laughs) And more of, like, a whatever bullshit the twerps get into. I don't necessarily know if Susie would give Rock the, the Vulpix if she knew the
1: full extent of what the twerps get into given that they seem to be in mortal peril every day. Yep, being chased by these two people, or three people, if you include me out, that try to ruin their lives every single day that they're on this earth. Falling to the bottom of the yeah. ocean in a ship that drowns, and...
2: Oh, just wait till we get to the whole Chosen One shit. With
1: the
0: Chosen One shit. and... God. <laughs> the Dream and Tay that attack Ugh. and whatever oh bullshit they have to deal with.
2: We're not even halfway there yet, we're
0: just... Giant. Good giant Lord. Pokemon robots and Mewtwo flooding the earth.
2: Giant rock and you know everything. <laughs> Noah, <laughs> we haven't even scratched the surface, Austin, of the of the shit that we get into later.
1: We're still watching it, so whatever they're doing works.
2: Yeah, we come back to it 25 years later, still watching yeah. it. <laughs>
1: and uh, that's and that's that's all I really had. This Am was a knows? boring episode. Yeah, it was kind of a boring episode with, of course, its flaws, as they all have, but this one particularly had a lot of flaws.
2: I think this was my least favorite episode so far.
1: That's so funny, because yeah, mine was that. the drowsy hypno one.
2: What?
0: Mine was the drowsy hypno one. That was my least favorite.
2: Oh, that had a lot of things to make fun of, at least. <laughs> that's true.
1: That's yeah, true. it definitely had more of a conversation piece to it. This is just kind of like all over the place with this messaging and...
2: Basically, beauty's on the inside, and Misty has terrible fashion sense. That's the two takeaways for me.
1: Mine is don't ever go to Sisame Street.
2: <laughs> Austin, what lesson did you learn?
1: I need to stop watching the Pokemon cartoon.
2: Well, that's <laughs> too to bad back. because you're committed, and we've got...
0: And it's an anime, okay? Hundreds
2: more of these, so you're scrapping <laughs> <don't> <laughs> and... Not,
0: y- in y'all, cartoon. y'all, 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 what are we going to do when we get to Johto or whatever, and it's like... And here's the episode all about
1: sunflora. Here's the episode all about dunspars. Like we're gonna
2: have riveting conversations. <laughs> what we're gonna
1: do? We'll just if we don't have enough conversation in the episode, we'll just troll off on some stupid topic that we thought of in the middle of the episode. So we'll save it. Audience, if you think we're really boring and lame, let us know. <laughs> yeah, please <laughs> leave us a five star rating. Let let us know.
2: Oh, nonsense.
1: Uh, Audience, do you think that beauty is on the inside or does the outside have a role in it? Question (laughs) of the day. Audience, if you
0: lived on Scissor Street, would you go to to Talon Roquet or (laughs) Susie's place?
1: (laughs) (laughs) See that in our Twitter feed later with the poll. Okay, Uh, so. (laughs) Let's move on to our MVP and LVP for this episode, along with our quote that inspired us the most. And I have the randomizer right here, and first. Oh crap! All right, it's Austin, Alex, and then me.
2: You had your time in the sun, and now you've
1: yeah. That's why you guys are up here, and I'm down. Here. You've
2: been relegated I'm to the, the back again. Sorry.
1: Yep, I'm the dirt you put the totem pole in, and even on it.
2: Damn.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go a bit off the off the wall. My MVP
0: will be Susie's client with the chamsie. Um, <laughs> he was fabulous. <laughs> so, um, he was great. He <laughs> did not give into the salon bouquet f- fad. He was very attentive to his Pokemon um, and a loyal customer for Susie. I wonder what he did after Susie left town. But he also recognized Misty, and so he's, he cares about all the people around him. And I don't know. He just seems like an overall great guy. <laughs> yes, I got something to say about it. Yeah, I got something to say about him. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: If you go back and watch this episode, when that guy first appears to go to Team Rocket's little place to get his, uh, was it? What Pokemon did he have? Ch- Chansey. Look at Ash's face when he first walks in. Ash's face is like a <laughs> pure horror. It's like... That's because Ash is like, a homophobic little shit. Yeah. <laughs> i just think he's never i don't think he's ever seen anything like that before like with the bombastic way this guy was dressed but i think you could see ash's face okay ash,
0: like, ash is a child from a podunk little country town so i'm yeah i understand
2: he hasn't had a chance to to become a traveled you know yeah, person yet seasoned, he yeah. uh I mean,
0: he um, hates women. We know that. He like goes into perfume stores and rants about how horrible they are. Like,
2: that is very true. (laughs) You know what? Can I just I'm derailing for one second, Austin. I don't mean to jump in on your your. (laughs) So a question about Ash. Okay, if, if you cut out all the other regions, you know, I know we've talked about this before. If you if you don't even ignore the fact that there's a Johto and the Hoenn and everything and they don't know anything about that. You would think that they would at least know about... Like, Professor Oak would know about the 150, 151, whatever. Why does Ash, when he comes across every new Pokemon he hasn't seen before, he's like, what's that? Like, he has zero knowledge of even common Pokemon, like Psyduck and Vulpate. Like, I'm not talking about a Dragonite, which may be more rare. He seemingly knows nothing about anything. And you would think... They, uh, Ash is a would
1: dumbass. Th- <laughs> yeah, they, they highlight that pretty early on. Like, when he's on the journey and he's, like, battling... The wrong types of Pokemon against the other wrong types of Pokemon. So Ash's prepping he did for this journey is zero. I
2: mean, like, clearly. But you'd think, you know, as a kid growing up that he would be yeah. having Pokemon books and, like, watching Pokemon TV shows and and listening to Oak's lectures. And he has no clue about anything. I'm sorry. He had all the Pokemon
0: on merchandise, like the Poliwag pencil sharpener and shit.
2: But he still doesn't know what the fuck a Poliwag is. <laughs> so it doesn't make any you know, sense.
1: You know what we just learned? What? We just learned something there by Alex's great idea. Ash is a poser. He is a
2: poser. He clearly knows nothing.
1: And his jaw drops when he sees a flamboyant man in a salon. Actually, it was puckered up, which is kind of weird. Oh, was it? I
0: gotta go back and look at this. it was like...
2: Puckered "Mm." up? What? Puckered up what? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I I have strong feelings about Ash's lack of knowledge on anything. It just makes no no sense. I mean... Audience aside, oh, who's that Pokemon? we got to introduce it for the audience, but Jesus, anyway. Not,
1: not the audience listening, the audience for the cartoon.
2: Yes, yeah. We, the, love, the, you. we, we love you, the
1: audience. Viewing audience the viewing
2: audience of the show, <laughs> like, they have to introduce the Pokemon to the children watching the show. Yes.
0: Okay, so my LVP.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> I
0: am so, <laughs> I'm
2: so sorry, Austin. No, I just no, had please. strong um, convictions about this.
0: I have strong convictions Austin... about literally everything for no reason.
1: If Austin gets his rant last week, you get your rant this week, and I'll do mine next <laughs> Thank week. Thank you. I kind, of I, I kind of had mine this episode as well, too, with the stupid messaging. Okay, I'll, oh, I'll yeah, hush.
2: Yeah. I'll hush, Austin. Here's no, your spotlight. No, no, back. No, no, no. Please
1: <laughs> please talk. Please give us more content.
2: Oh, God. Okay. You go. You still have your LVP.
0: Uh, my LVP is Dodrio. <laughs> oh,
2: no.
0: <laughs> 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 because of all the Pokemon that Salon Roquet had i feel like dodrio (laughs) had the worst treatment because like it had like a buzzed head with a mohawk and shit
1: like poor dodrio
0: is gonna suffer more than any of the others for the stupid shit that he did to it and like its companion raichu it did not care for what it saw in the mirror but it has (laughs) a horrible voice like a (laughs) noise and just trust me (laughs) so poor dodrio you win lvp my quote actually a lot of quotes oh boy um, mine will be Brock lusting over, um, Susie and being nervous. Um, <laughs> and he says, uh, my name is Brock. Nice to meet you, Susie. I want to breed like you. Uh, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that, thank you, four kids, for getting that one through. <laughs> yes. Doesn't
2: he also say he wants to model her?
1: Yes, yes. Yes. i want to model like your... Po- I'm going to model you. That was pretty good. Well done, Brock. Well done.
2: This is why I miss four kids so much. Okay, I, I just... Are you done, Austin? I don't want to come in on, on your time. I'm t- done, I'm done, I'm <laughs>
1: done,
2: Okay, was I second? I don't even know.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: All right, MVP for this episode I picked... Oh, shit, I can't... I picked Psyduck again, but I don't think I can pick Psyduck twice. No, you I... absolutely
1: can. You can. Yes, it's per episode. Okay. It's episode-based. Yes. So Psyduck... These are our rules.
2: <laughs> Good, I... Because I don't have another one. I picked Psyduck twice. He was... He stole the show in both episodes he was in. He ran and got, like, Misty was sitting there all tied up, captured, and Psyduck was already out the door on his way to go get Ash and Brock before Misty even was like, Psyduck, help me. So Psyduck was, he took initiative, and I appreciate that. He ran to go get Ash and to save her from Team Rocket. LVP, I picked Misty. (laughs) (laughs) For A, thinking that those outfits that... Team Rocket advertised coughing in Atkinson for thinking that that was fashion because it wasn't. It was horrible. And just overall her horrible fashion sense. And I, I guess my quote is actually the whole motto. Can I do the whole Team Rocket motto?
1: <laughs> please. Go for it. Yes, please do.
2: So this was the best one yet. I don't think they've actually deviated from the script really so far like they did this episode, have they? I can't recall. They completely changed. It. It. I never
0: listen when they're talking. <laughs> the sorry, I miss Hot Jesse. <laughs> I know. Right? It's just so ingrained. Oh, the, that I'm just like whatever. they have
2: some real bangers though. Like anyway, so James goes to protect the world from boring fashion, and then Jesse says to dress all people with flash and passion. No, I got him backwards. Jesse says to protect the world from boring fashion to dress all people with flash and passion to give all Pokemon pretty faces to extend our art to outer spaces. Jesse, James. Salon Roquet, when it comes to chic, we know what's right. Surrender your taste or prepare to fight.
1: Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well done.
2: It was really great. I love it when they go off script.
1: <laughs> and they yeah, tie it to the theme of the episode. I uh, I think we forgot to may have or I think we may have forgot to mention the name of the episode at the beginning. Oh when I did my summary. <laughs> this episode is called Fashion Flash. No, it wasn't. And this is episode twenty eight. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it is. What? Never mind. I lied. Okay, okay. I was about to say. <laughs> All right. Did we
2: name the Hypno one, too? Hip, hypno?
1: Yes, okay. I did. I did name okay. it. Did I? I can't Hypno's
2: remember. Hypno's nap time and
1: yeah, Fashion hypnose. Flash. <laughs> well, anyway, my MVP for Fashion Flash is Vulpix for hmm. kind of saving the day at the end there with its fiery flames and its passionate dedication to um, <laughs> Susie and her new owner, Brock. And then my LVP is actually Meowth. And I say this because Team Rocket has a good thing going along, obviously, with their business. And then Meowth has to be the one to come and ruin it and remind them of their actual objective is to steal Pokemon. And I think you finally see maybe Team Rocket getting, or James and Jesse at least, getting out of the crime world. And maybe actually being productive in society. But thanks to Meowth, that never happens. So thanks a lot, Meowth. You're my LVP. I'm going to interject real quick. and We forgot to mention their fabulous
0: outfits during the motto and Beyond Yes, Jesse is a soldier and James is like a blonde woman in a dress, in a red dress. James is really animated in his dress. He was doing a lot of really flamboyant actions and rose petal tossing and stuff like that. Jesse I could have seen do more. She could have like used her sword and stuff. But yes, Alex. <laughs> so
2: was this a reference to revolutionary girl Utena? I thought so too. I yeah. got a lot of that vibe with Jesse's outfit and the rose
0: petals. What is that? It's a '90s anime that actually has a lot oh. of the voice actors from Pokemon in the English dub, I believe. Really? Yep.
2: We still need to watch that, Austin. We can watch it. I don't know. I I, I immediately thought of that when I saw their outfits. I was like, that is very. It, it invoked that sort of theme for me.
0: I mean, it wasn't exact. It, it was no, slight. but like Jesse was
1: wearing pants instead of a skirt y- thing.
2: Yeah. Not exactly. I'm gonna but...
1: have to get y'all to send me the name of that again. I'm gonna have to check that out, especially if it's got a lot of the same actors in it. Um, I've always
0: wanted to watch it all the way through. I never managed to do so. It's a, it's a cult, cl- or not cult classic. It's a classic. It's like in the vein of Evangelion or something like that.
1: Okay. And it's gay. Happy Pride. <laughs> okay. And then my, uh, my quote is: I think Brock's walk- walking along and he looks up the advertisement billboard for uh, Jesse and James's little fashion whatever they got going on. And he goes, is that a poke? Is that supposed to be a Pokemon or a Christmas tree? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like, I love that so much. I almost gave it to Ekans for Ekans. Great outfit. But yes,
1: that was so awesome. Poor thing.
2: I did feel bad for them when they tripped over their own outfits at the end.
0: But Ekans had been doing great up to that point. Like it had been battling really efficiently before them.
2: Didn't Meowth. It, meowf- it- wasn't it a Meowth's fault. Like he stepped on it or something and then, Oh, was it? Like, I I thought Meow stepped on Atkins' dress, and that's what screwed
0: him up. So it's really Meow's fault.
1: God damn it, Meow! Again, he's my MVP, so.
2: Yeah, well, he deserves it. He gets in the way more often than not. Y'all,
0: I think this is the last time we see a coffee in Atkins, if I'm not mistaken. Am I wrong?
2: What? What? Are you talking about before they evolve? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I have no knowledge. These are all all new to me.
1: I'm going to go with yes. Um... Oh, no, they
0: evolve in two episodes from now.
1: Oh, oh never mind that. Well, you were close. I'm going to go with no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no takesies, backsies, Jacob.
0: Them we, let's appreciate them while we got them. <laughs> Shout out to Coffee and the Neckens. Coffee was rocking a tutu. Right. It was great. <laughs> That's right.
1: All right. Uh, does anyone else have any closing thoughts or any lessons they learned from watching these two episodes before I close us out?
2: Um, I'm glad we got the hell out of Hop, Hop, Hop Town. That's all I have to say. And Sesame
1: oh. Street.
0: Oh, Jesus. What a nightmare. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hold on. Do we actually, my last question, do we actually know what the hell city they were in? Or in what? Caesar Street? Yeah, like, where, where were they? Brock seemingly had a stroke when he was trying to read it. So, do we even know? I'm,
0: I'm assuming Scissor Street is in Hop 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 Town.
2: Is it really called that or what? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't
1: know it's more of a city than a town why are they not just in celadon city jesus
0: that's
2: what i i thought that's where they were i thought they were in celadon until brock went out of his way to say hop 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 town and fuck everything up so
1: (laughs) way to go brock yeah he
2: he was a nightmare or disaster this episode so anyway that was i need to stop i just had too many questions
1: (laughs) that's right we leave this episode with more questions than answers In audience if you have any answer to those questions (laughs) or have any questions you want us to answer please look at our twitter or if you are so bold you can email us at outofthedryingpan at gmail.com and you can find us on twitter at is it out of pan? yep that's right our twitter handle is out of pan. so be sure to check our tweets out And ask us questions if you want to. And please join us next week as our journey continues.